the righteousness of faith. Father, we receive the ministry of your Spirit today to strengthen us, to build us up in faith that we may see and do what you're showing us and saying to us. In Jesus' name. Now, go to 1 Timothy with me, chapter 1, verse 3. Charge some that they teach no other doctrine. Verse 5. Now, the end of the commandment or the charge is charity. It's love. It's covenant loyalty, steadfast love, the agape love of God out of a pure, pure, clean heart and a good, clear, pure conscience and a faith, unfeigned faith, sincere. Hallelujah. Verse 19, holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. The Amplified says, having a good, clear conscience, by rejecting and thrusting from them their conscience, some individuals have made shipwreck of their faith. Well, let that not be you. Don't thrust a good, clear conscience away from your faith. You need to have faith. You need to have hope. You need to have love. You need to have a good, clean, pure conscience, a pure heart. Verse 9 of chapter 3, holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. There's a mystery here. There's a secret to be revealed. Don't let this slip by you. Don't let this become old to you. Think of this. There is a mystery of faith. There is a mystery of righteousness. There is a mystery of the heart and of a clean, clear conscience. You may think your conscience is good. You may think you've got it all together. You may think nothing's bothering me. I've got peace and all that. Is it genuine? Or are you just so used to it, it doesn't bother you? Is it genuine? Is it the peace of God that passes all understanding? Or is it the peace that comes from comfort and familiarity? Check yourself. Consider this. Now, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he has consecrated or opened up for us through the veil, that is to say his flesh, the veil of his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God. Jesus is our high priest over the house of God. He's the apostle and the high priest of our profession. Chapter 3 tells us that in Hebrews here. Verse 22, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith. 
the profession of our hope, the profession of righteousness by faith and the hope of faith without wavering, for he is faithful, that promise, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Hallelujah. Let's look at verse 22 again, but this time in the Amplified. Let us all come forward and draw near with true, honest, and sincere hearts in unqualified assurance and absolute conviction engendered by faith on God in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness, having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty conscience, an evil conscience, and our bodies cleansed with pure water. Glory to God. Pure water. Your body washed with pure water. The washing of the water of the word will cleanse you from the filth of the flesh. As you walk through this world, you are not a sinner. Let no man deceive you. He that's born of God cannot sin. But you're walking out in a filthy, dirty world. And just like Jesus says to his disciples, when you enter into a city and they don't receive you, they won't listen to what you're saying. You shake the dust from that city off of your feet as a testimony against them. Well, <laughs> you get your feet dirty when you're walking where it's dirty. So the filth of this world, the daily mess of the, of the world, the things you hear, the things you see, the things you're exposed to as you go out, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. And Jesus prayed the Father that he would keep us from the evil of this world. Now that water of the word will wash us daily and keep us clean from the influences of the, of the sin out there in the world and that sin nature and all the pressures that are being pushed on the flesh. But... From the inside, we have a true heart in full assurance of faith. We have our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience by virtue and power of the blood of Jesus. Now the blood of Jesus and a pure conscience grants us boldness and full confidence to come near the Father at any time for anything, no matter what. No matter what. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what took place. It doesn't even matter how you feel. He will give mercy and he will give grace to help you in time of need. By power of the virtue of the blood of Jesus, you have boldness and full assurance of confidence. You have an entire confidence, bold courage to come to him for anything. Don't ever, ever feel so guilty because you did something wrong or maybe you should have known better or don't ever think something is too light or too big to come to the Father. He desires to help you in all things. He's a father. You're his son. You're his daughter. You're his child. Come to him. Let him teach you. The blood of Jesus removes all guilt and evil from the conscience. Glory to God. Hold on to that. So hold fast to your profession of faith without doubt because Jesus, your high priest, he will bring it to pass. He said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus will bring it to pass. So don't stop. Don't let go. Hold on to that profession of faith and don't let what it looks like in the natural say it didn't work. If you're believing him for health or healing or strength in your body or for a financial situation or an answer to a, to a, a problem and a solution to know what to do, protection in some way, hold on to it. Don't let what it looks like. Don't let time, don't let anything make you think it's not coming to pass. 
Don't let anything make you think that you shouldn't go to the Father and talk to Him about it. Whatever we ask, whatever we request, whatever we require, whatever we demand in the name of Jesus, in the name that's above every name, in the name that represents the person and the character and the nature of Jesus, who He is, what He said, and what He can do, if you do that, if you ask in His name, He will do it. He said He would. John chapter 14, He said He would. Now think of this. In verse 24, he says, Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Verse 25, Not forsaken the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. The day's coming. The time when we're going to get captured out of here and taken away so that the wrath of God can be revealed against all sin, so that Israel can go through its 70th week, so that the world can be put into a position where you're either choosing Jesus or you're not. Make your decision and make it now. You, <laughs> As we see that day approaching, let's provoke one another to good works. Let's urge one another. Let's warn one another. Let's stay in faith and occupy till he comes. We're not just going to sit by and wait and hope that he'll rescue us from this mess. No. No, we're successful in this world. We're here on a mission for a purpose, on purpose. So consider one another and promote in them a good conscience, a pure conscience. Protect one another's conscience. Don't injure your brother's conscience. Don't injure the conscience of your children or your wife or anyone. You protect your conscience and you see to it that the way you treat people and the way you talk to people, you do it in love because you know the mystery of the faith is in a pure conscience. You do not want to defile another person's conscience or give any way for it to be defiled. Protect one another's conscience. This will help them succeed in faith. Now be led by a Holy Spirit make any corrections needed, and grow up in Christ in all things. Hallelujah. Grow up in Him. Let's consider one another. Let's do this right. We have what it takes. We have the Holy Spirit. He's in us. He knows us. He can do what we need done. He can do it for us. He can do what we can't do and help us to do what we're supposed to do. So be strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded now that what he promised he is able also to perform. So in his presence, call things that be not as though they were. Ask him knowing that he is, and he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And he's the apostle and the high priest of your profession to take what you speak by faith to him, and he will bring it to pass. And he'll lead you in your part of yielding and cooperating with him in it. I bless you. Now go out and win. Go out and conquer. Go out and be the man, the woman, the person that God has created you to be. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.